And now our next set of verses in John 1 is John 1 verses 9 through 13. So let's read them together. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. All right, we see at the beginning here, the true light. Uh, We are referencing back to the verse right before that, that John the Baptist was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. So John wasn't the true light. He was bearing witness to the true light. And who was the true light? Well, the true light which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. And so we know that that true light is Jesus being born as truly God and truly man, being born as the baby there in Bethlehem. And so Jesus is that true light being referenced from verse 8 into verse 9. And he's the one who gives light to everyone. And so that doesn't mean that everyone is going to be saved through this light, uh, but it means that Jesus is the light that penetrates into the darkness. So nothing can be hidden from Jesus, that he's going to be able to see everything, that he's going to be able to shine truth and shine light into the darkness, and uh, that he is going to see and show justice and righteousness wherever he is. Uh, And so we know that uh, there's going to be some, as we'll see here in a second, who accept Jesus and some who reject. But we read elsewhere that says that uh, in the end of times, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess who Jesus is. And so that light is going to get shown everywhere. Everyone is going to be able to see who Jesus is and confess who Jesus is, though they will not have believed in their lifetime. And so they will be still remaining in the dark and living in the curse as opposed to being brought joyfully into God's family. So that's what shining the light into everyone, that's what that means there. So we see the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Jesus was going to come after John the Baptist, uh, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, as we've seen. Jesus is the the means by which the world was made, yet the world did not know him. And as we read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and as we'll read through some of John and then Acts, we see that as Jesus was interacting with the people in all the different towns where he was going through, all the different Israelites, they did not recognize that he was the Christ, that he was the Messiah. Uh, All the Pharisees could see that he was doing some amazing miracles, but they were always upset about him doing the miracles. One, because they were taking, because he was taking away some of their people, some of their following, some of their glory that they were no longer getting. And then two, they were always upset because Jesus would heal people on the Sabbath day, 
and they didn't like that because they had made up special extra rules saying what you could and couldn't do on these days, rules that are in the Bible for us. And so they had made up all these rules that Jesus was breaking, uh, but Jesus is the author and the perfecter of all the rules to begin with. So he knew what they were and knew how to keep them, uh, knew how to keep not just the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law as well. And so all of these Jewish people who should know who Jesus was because they could read all of the Old Testament, which was telling that Jesus was going to come, they failed to see that Jesus was the Messiah, the Savior that was promised, that he was there in front of them. And so they rejected him. So in verse 11, he came to his own, he came to the Jewish people, and his own people did not receive him. So they rejected him. And it was the Jewish people who ended up sending Jesus to be crucified and to be killed. Uh, So his own people ensured that he died because they did not receive him for who he actually was. Then verse 12 says, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to be children. He gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So everyone who does receive him, who believes in Jesus, who calls out to him, it's a response of what he has done for us. So all of these people who believe in Jesus, they are brought in. Uh, They are brought in, it says here, to become children of God. So he gave them the right to be children of God. This is a gift, a free gift from God. Uh, It's not anything that we do of our own works. It's a free gift from God. Uh, And he highlights that especially here in verse uh, 13, that all who are brought in as children of God are being brought in. uh, They're being born into that family, not of blood. So it's not a new birth being stuck back into mommy's tummy to be rebirthed through there. So it's not a birth of blood. Uh, It's not the will of the flesh. So it's not the will of our bodies deciding that we are going to be born into God's family. It's not the will of man. So it's not anyone else. It's not the pastor, an elder, mommy, a daddy. It's not the will of a man that is pushing us to be born again into God's family, but of God. And so those last three words there in verse 13 are super important for us, but it's of God. So it's God's will that drives us to be born into God's family and to be given that free gift of being called in as his children. Um, So that's what's so joyful about this passage here is that we get to read who Jesus is, creator of everything, perfecter of everything, the one who was coming to redeem his people, and that we get to be counted in as his people, not because of what we've done, but because of who God is. And so it's such a joyful thing for us to remember and to praise God for that it's not our own works, but that it's him. So let's be thankful today that it is through God and his graciousness and his mercy and his loving kindness that we are brought into 
his family as adopted children.